0: One point weather is made possible by our friends at Palmetto Citizens Federal Credit Union on 107. The point.
1: And here's your Friday afternoon forecast a mix of sun and clouds with a high tip of 92. There's a slight 20% chance of a stray shower. Tonight, the low drops to 72. Tomorrow, hotter and more humidity with 94 the high. Still, that 20% chance of rain. On Sunday, 95 is our high with the heat index in the 109 range. Brian Leonard with her own point local leather.
0: It can be tough to get to showings during the workday and frustrating to lose out on the houses because you're earning the money to pay for them. With the Palmetto Real Estate Group of SC, we'll go the extra mile and extra hours to meet you. Our after-hours appointments give you the chance to pursue your real estate dreams on your terms Let the pros at the palmetto real estate group of sc guide you through the investment and rehab process and let's make those dreams come true Good
1: morning. Welcome in. this is chad and dawn larry is taking a much needed break this is his uh i guess we could call it you know we cycle through um our break times and this is his break time that's what i'm going to Say so if he's out there listening. If you want to call in, you can, Mr. Jordan. We we might need some wise words from you. I'm sure we will, since it's just us, Tom. We always do. Yes, exactly. Actually, anyone out there listening who has some wise wise words for us, we would definitely love to hear your your uh, thoughts. You call us at eight zero three seven nine nine talk. It's eight zero three seven nine nine eight two five five. And uh, what we're gonna do today is something a little a little lighter, good information, but maybe just a little lighter. We've got um, the 4th of July holiday coming up. So this is the last time we'll speak to you guys before the holiday. Uh, when is the next Tuesday? I believe it's Tuesday. So it's Tuesday. Um, exactly. So hope you guys have a wonderful weekend and a, maybe, maybe even you can pro pro uh, prolong your weekend all the way to the 4th. Maybe, maybe you've got some good employers that'll let you off, but, um, Hopefully it'll be a great one. You get some barbecue, get some outdoor fun. It's getting hot around here, Dawn. I don't know about Idaho. It's
2: getting warm here. It's very beautiful, yeah. absolutely gorgeous.
1: That's right, and so, uh, but that's what we're, we expect, right? In July, um, so <laughs> this know. is this is kind of how it works. And uh, yep. what what we're going to talk about today is money. Imagine that we're going to talk about money and housing and some uh, some fun facts about housing. And before we get into the fun facts, it's just kind of some. Some, some data around the country, what's happening uh, around the country. And we've, you know, this is, you can find different data in different places. And the data is going to be maybe look a little different because when you look at averages of, of house prices, you can have median prices, you can have just averages where they take everything. And so there's different ways they can come up with these numbers. But according to Motley Fool, anyway, the average home price has been rising Um, According to the Federal Reserve, the median home price is $436,800. And so, in our area, it's a little different. Dawn, do you happen to know the average in Idaho?
2: I do. It's about (laughs) $437,000. So,
1: you are right in line with the national average. Right
2: there. Yes.
1: Right. And so, if you look at this, even though we're talking about home prices being compressed, coming down all this stuff this is still an increase from last year of $3,700 and it's just nationally but it's a drop of 42000 from the last quarter of 2022 so and if you remember though the the it just spiked after COVID and it went so high so fast and so it started it cooled off and that's what we see this is normal and so with the housing um, you know interest rates and all that stuff obviously it's cooled but those those are kind of some of the things that you can kind of keep in mind as you're looking at these numbers. Um, the most expensive state in the union is Hawaii, and I mean they're almost up to a million dollars. The average home price there, the median home price, excuse me, is eight hundred and thirty five thousand dollars. Now, so you're going to have to save up a little bit if you're in Hawaii. You I know?
2: mean, that's you know those are for um, a lot of the beautiful cliff houses. There are all these incredible views. Of course, real estate—they're not. I mean, the volcano went off a couple of years ago, so that created a little bit more real estate. But I don't know if they're building in that area yet. Um, but uh, Hawaii—it's—it's it's gorgeous. It is absolutely gorgeous. But you pay the for weather's that. Perfect all year long. So is the ocean.
1: Yes, and um, you know the other thing is just logistically—it's you know—it's islands. So it's probably more costly to build just because yeah, of supplies you know, and everything else.
2: My uncle, years ago, um, back in the 80s, built a million-dollar house up on a cliff, which is why I thought, and this is back in the 80s, built a million-dollar house. Um, just as it was finished and just before he got homeowner's insurance, a hurricane came in and wiped it out.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, wow.
2: That was too bad. Yes, <laughs> but
1: it probably cost a little bit more to build on a mountain as well, I would think. so. Yeah. The yeah, least expensive so place to buy a house, if you're saying, you know, I want, I just want something really inexpensive, is West Virginia. I saw so,
2: that. Isn't that interesting?
1: Yes, West Virginia. Not Virginia. Not near the capital, <laughs> West Virginia. Um, the median home price there of a, a value of a home is $147,000. That's
2: right.
1: Which is insane because trying to find a $150,000 house in our market, even here is very very difficult. We have a, a you know a good many people that have you know come to us and say hey we want a house this is we want it no be more no more than 150. Well, the problem with that is we can probably find it, but you may not want to live in it.
2: Well, or it's going to be a little bit of a you know dated, might need some updating. Not yes. like it's a bad house, just not going to be one of Dawn, those do I thought really you pretty.
1: said da- gated. You said dated. It is not going <laughs> to be a gated community. I probably, it will not be a gated not. community. <laughs> That's right. So this is interesting also as we kind of go through these numbers. As the median price has, has gone from um, 436 right now, or this is from May. It's a 32% increase from 2020, which was a median of 329 So this is interesting because this is why we say there's wealth in uh, in home ownership, it's appreciation, and not just the benefits of home ownership, the taxes and all that other stuff. But there's there's appreciation, which we know it can go down. But this kind of gives you perspective because what this article did is it went back through a 40 year period of owning of, of home ownership, and so if you look back at the sales prices over 40 years, Dawn, what would you guess? The, the median home price was in 1980. Now, this is nationally.
2: Well, I mean, I could guess, but I'm staring right at that number. Well, that's not fair. <laughs> so, but
1: So you tell us what, what it is. <laughs> $63,700
2: in 1980.
1: Now, that is insane, isn't it? That's 1980. Now, well, some of you people listening were born in 1980 or before. Now, maybe not everybody, but... You know, you you probably remember that. I I vaguely remember the 80s. I was born in 73. So that doesn't seem like, you know, it was in my lifetime and $63,000 $65,000, let's call it. In 1980 was the median home price. And so in it, this amount of time has gone to 436.
2: Right. Well, you know, they they say that um every 10 years your home value nearly doubles. And you know, from eighty to ninety, it went from sixty-three thousand to one hundred twenty-three thousand, so that's nearly doubled. And then in two hundred in, in two thousand, it really only increased about thirty-three percent to one hundred sixty-five thousand. But then in two thousand ten, it uh, went up to two hundred twenty-two thousand, which is a little bit less than doubled. And then twenty twenty from two twenty two to three twenty nine three hundred twenty nine thousand dollars, so a gain of about uh, another thirty three percent, you know, one third, a hundred thousand dollars. But then from twenty 2020 twenty to twenty twenty three, it 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 increased over a hundred thousand dollars on average from three hundred twenty nine thousand right. average house in 2020. three years ago. To $436,000 in 2023 is a national average for a home price.
1: And I think what you're seeing here is that homeowner or real estate, I should say, is is a stable asset. Um, you know, it's not that it's always going to go up necessarily. Now, these increments we see, we only have a few seconds here. We'll come back and, and finish this up. But uh, the only time it went down in a five-year period was between 2005 and 2010 from 232 to 222. So, and we know what happened in the middle of those years. So let's hang on. We'll see you on the other side of the break. Join us back in a few minutes. And Dawn, we're back. Those listening out there across South Carolina and wherever else you may be, welcome back. This is the Palmetto Real Estate Pros. Uh, with dawn and chad larry is out today and if he's listening we hope you're doing well having a wonderful time wherever you're at enjoying your life that goes for you and whoever else is out there feel free to call us if you have any questions or comments at 803-799-TALK it's 803-799-8255 and before we take any calls we do want to talk to erica who's calling us kind of fill us in on what's happening in the mortgage world erica how are you today
3: good morning everybody
1: good morning good morning to you so tell us erica i know that uh your show is is doing well doing fantastic you're on every tuesday correct
3: tuesday. yep tuesday from 9 to 10 right here on the point Absolutely. listen in we're fine
1: yes and so uh, what are you seeing happening that, that you need to update our audience if they weren't able to join you on Tuesday that, that, uh, that we need to pass along to our folks?
3: Well, we, the market is super, super wacky right now. Um, we lost about 50 basis points in the market yesterday for interest rates, and I know that that sounds like a bunch of mumbo-jumbo to the consumer. I know it. I know. Mm-hmm. If you don't know, I'm here to tell you that's a lot. Mm-hmm. That's a lot in, in one day. And it was because we, we got some strong economic reports, um, stronger than we were expecting. New jobless claims report came out. GDP from quarter one came out. There were a lot of things. Um, the one that I found most interesting there, Chad, was the listing, the listing report about homes being listed, right? Mm-hmm. And from initial glance, the report doesn't look good, right? It's like there there aren't as many contracts coming in and oh this isn't good we're down 25% in listings but if you read between the lines still for existing property there's an average of 3 offers per listed property that's pretty good right which it's, it's, simply just it just shows that if we had more listings we would have more sales we need
1: more because listings because there's still people wanting to buy because people do people are interested buy. in buying
3: yeah so I think that there's, you know, I always listen to kind of what the media is saying a little bit, um, and there's been kind of this underlying tone that, oh, there's no, there's no movement going on because of interest rates. That's not true. We're not seeing the figures that we usually would, and we're seeing these drop-offs because there are, there are no homes listed. There's not sufficient inventory for the amount of people that we have that actually want to purchase. So the interest rates aren't really what is kind of driving that. Now, somebody could argue, I suppose, Chad and Dawn, I guess they could argue, well, people aren't listing their homes because of interest rates. Perhaps. Perhaps. I mean, that that may be a valid point. But the truth of the matter is that currently where we stand, there are significant amount of people that qualify and want to purchase with current interest rates that simply cannot because there's not sufficient inventory for them to do so. Right.
1: And, 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 you know, another way of saying that is it's the same thing. It's just a little different spin on it is it, even though people may not like the interest rates, they still need to buy a house and still willing to buy a house and still want to buy a house, irregardless of where the interest rates are right now because they need a house. That's correct. And <laughs> We see this. I in, mean, yep.
2: you know, payments aren't unaffordable at current interest rates payments are not unaffordable and you know there are a lot of people still having babies and needing a bigger house and and retiring and wanting and Don, we've house, talked so about this
1: many times the the rent yeah. you're not going to do any better renting you know your That's payment correct. is probably still going to be higher renting and you won't have the benefit of home ownership and and erica what we were just talking about is from 1980 to to now um, I don't know if you were listening, but the average home price in 1980 was sixty three thousand seven hundred dollars. Yes, and so it's not going to get better if you just wait. Um, you know,
2: ooh, home no,
1: prices listen. don't just stay stagnant <laughs> because we we want interest rates to go down.
3: No, 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 and you know what? It's so funny because in 2020, when we saw the the bottom drop out of the market as far as interest rates and The Fed lowered the Fed reserve rate to 0%, which made mortgage rates incredibly low, right? There was this group of individuals that were like, all you people shouldn't buy right now. You know, home prices are going to drop, and you're buying at the peak of the market. And here we are at 2023, and I'm like, really? Have they dropped? Don, just look at us. Don, what was
1: the was waiting. Correct. The biggest jump was from 2020 to 2023. Yeah, that's correct. $100,000 in equity created since that time. Now, that could— that could, you know, be uh cut back, you know, as things adjust. But still, I mean, you know, you can't hold out and time the market and think that it's gonna you're gonna wait it out and it'd be better necessarily. No.
3: So in I keep having this conversation, guys, over and over again and they keep they keep saying, Oh, a housing market's gonna crash, we're gonna have more inventory. And I said, No, no, no. let me give you some hard figures. We had over four million homes in inventory in two thousand seven when the housing crisis started happening, when that crash started happening, okay? Today, right now, in June of 2023, there are less than one million homes on the market, and that doesn't even account for the ones that are technically under contract. If you subtract those 417,000 that are under contract, right now, we have like 582,000 homes in the nation on the market and 30 million more people in population than we did in 2007. These, these are, There's that's no way it's going to happen. There's no way it's going to happen based on on this influx of inventory to meet those needs. I keep telling everybody, I'm like, look at the numbers. Look at the data. That is what is going to contribute to what we call a housing crash. And the, the numbers do not, do not support it. So don't listen to that mumbo jumbo because it's facts and numbers that really correlate to those those historic events it's it's not you know looking behind us at what happened and being able to predict because it's not the same situation at all not even close
1: that's exactly right that's and a, it's a uh, it's something we 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 beat this drum for a long time about supply and demand is something we hopefully everyone learned in uh, when you were in school you know this this simple concept of the more supply the lower the price is going to be because there's more of the product on the market and so if there's people are looking for a particular widget and there's none of that widget available it drives up the price of the widget (laughs) that's right (laughs) but we don't have enough (laughs) we
3: don't we don't have enough widgets guys we have we have to so i keep telling everybody we had more people buying in 2007 because there were different lending requirements right but there was already four million of inventory on the market right already we're so far behind that with less Population that it—I don't see it happening for a very, very, very long time. I just don't see it. I don't see it.
1: Mm, exactly. So, well, Eric, we appreciate it. I mean, and, and folks, if you're out there listening and and you've considered buying or selling or just want some more information, as you begin the process, you need to talk to some experts. And you know, obviously, we're here. You can contact us. You can go to palmettorealestatepros.com dot com and contact us if you're curious about finding a house, but what we're going to tell you is just like we tell anybody else, the first step to start that journey, is, unless you're a cash buyer and you have all cash, which is pretty powerful, that's nice, but if you don't and you need to get a mortgage or just want to finance a house, you need to talk to a lender, and that's what Erica does. So go to our website. You'll see the link from our sponsors there. Erica's one of the sponsors, um, and listen, be sure to turn tune in every Tuesday from nine to 10 to listen to, to their show as well. It's, it's fantastic. So Erica, thank you for calling in. We appreciate it.
3: Thanks, Eric. Absolutely. Have a great day.
1: All right. So this is uh, something we've talked about a lot, right? Supply and demand and, and uh, kind of, we're going to switch gears a little bit because, you know, this is something we've talked about many times before we switch gears, or I will mention what what Erica was talking about with interest rates and, and the basis points and, and why the market, you know, is is uneasy? Um, the Fed is on a on a uh, a track, right? They've said it over and over again. They're fighting inflation. And uh, Dawn, you've heard this over and over, right? They're 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 trying to crush inflation.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep. And
1: and the key metric or the uh, the inflation rate. Do you know the inflation rate they want to see?
2: Two percent. Two
1: percent or less, around two percent. Now where are we at right now, do you know?
2: Uh, I think we're still at about four or five percent, aren't
1: we? Yeah, five, six, I, I I don't remember where it's at, but it's it's let's just say at least double, two and a half, three times where they want it to be. And so when you see good economic news, this sounds it's reverse of what you would think, right? If you see great economic news, jobs reports are fantastic, people are spending lots of money, guess what the Fed is gonna do?
2: they're going to raise interest they're going to
1: rates. keep raising interest rates they want to shrink the economy it sounds crazy they want to um make it make it contract right they want the whole economy to stop spending money stop hiring as much because we want to see things not grow i mean it sounds yeah, like why would so, you ever so want to hard. see that so
2: counterintuitive yes yeah, so they it? want
1: to contract everything to help people pull they're trying to pull money back out of people's pockets well, or or into I the mean, banks
2: yeah, well, one, one of the things, one of, one of the ways that our governor, government makes money and spends money, right? So they'll lower interest rate to boost the economy, to get people spending again. But the government is actually losing money when they're lowering interest rates. And so to balance that when, you know, everyone starts spending again and the government is, you know, their coffers or I don't know if there's still any gold at Fort Knox. Um, all the gold's gone I kind of doubt it's not full anyway (laughs) exactly they raise interest rates to kind of pay themselves back as well so you know it's 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 interesting I I just I get why they do it but it just still seems so counterintuitive but at the same time like when we talk about funding our government, you know, I do like having a police force. I like being able to call the fire department. Not that I ever have, knock on wood. But, you know, it's just one of those things. At this point, we're just paying our government back for all the awesome interest rates we had for all those years yeah, during COVID. Exactly.
1: So we just need to be aware that when we see great economic news, it means this is why the market, see, the market reacts before the Fed reacts because they anticipate the Fed's reaction. And so, what Erica's referring to is that the market, uh, you know, this 50 basis points is they see things being reported and they're anticipating that move and, and adjusting in advance. So, hold on, we'll be back in a little bit. Talk about some lighter things on the other side. Welcome back to the Palmetto Real Estate Pros with Dawn and Chad. Larry is out today. If you're listening out there, Mr. Jordan, we're just missing the wise counsel here today. But we're going to do our best to get through this and, uh, and not just mess it up too badly. So if you're out there listening, we miss you. And we know uh, we can we can feel we can feel the wisdom, though, coming through, even though you're not here with us. So hopefully we can do this. So if you have a question or comment, if you want to join us today, you can call us at 803-799-TALK, 803-799-8255. And if you want to listen to the podcast, you can do that at any time at PalmettoRealEstatePros.com. And Don, we, we promised, right, we're we're going to get out of the weeds of the Federal Reserve home price averages and uh, and do something a little lighter, at getting ready for the 4th. And so uh, we want to just kind of talk about what, like, these these high-end houses that you see on the news and stuff, What what's going on out there, you know. I, I get these reports, I guess as a realtor, you probably see them too, Dawn. Mm-hmm. They show up yep. in our feed, you know, Beyonce yep. and Jay-Z just bought a house for... I can't. I mean, was it fifty 200, million?
2: Two hundred million dollars.
1: Oh wow! Do you have that 200 article? Million. Is that one I sent you?
4: It? Yeah, yeah. That's it is. crazy.
1: So you think, like, how much money is that? What would be the mortgage payment? I think we'd have to get uh get our producer involved to help us swing that one. You know, I heard so I heard if, them. Um, yeah.
2: If, if the house was two hundred million. And you put twenty percent down and a four percent interest. Your payment over a thirty-year term is going to be roughly seven hundred thousand dollars a month. Oh, that's
1: easy. We could we could get a couple people together and do that. So that's in, <laughs> that's amazing, though. The amount of money. Um, if you're paying that much money for a house, it's not it's not about finding value. You know, I mean, it, it is. I mean, they're like, hey, but it's about the experience. And I think that's the house. Uh, when I read that article, that they're tearing down the old house and building a new house or something. So they buy this place for millions and millions of dollars and then tear it down and build something else uh, because right. of where it's at. So just this kind of stuff is going on. You know, we most of these high-end houses that we see in the United States are in uh, California, San Francisco, Beverly Hills, these kind of things. Um, but, you know, to kind of bring it a little closer to home, it, it, we the, the most expensive home in uh, South Carolina. Uh, we looked this up, right? And this is interesting. Um, it's in Simpsonville, South Carolina. So Simpsonville is just outside of like the Spartanburg-Greenville area. And um, this house just landed on the market. Now, this is in May. But for $22 million, it's a 16,000-square-foot home sitting on 54 acres uh, designed for horse lovers. Now, what do you think this house would go for in Beverly Hills?
2: Oh my gosh, 180 million. Right. So you on, see, well, it's on it's 54 relative. acres, on 54 acres oh, in you California, you couldn't find it.
1: You're not going to find <laughs> no, it.
2: No, you can't. You have to. Yeah, you have to get out of the city for something like that.
1: Right. And so they they call this house the Circle Creek Estate. It features world class equ- equestrian amenities, including three riding arenas a twelve stall barn inspired by old world Europe. It, it kind of sounds like the Biltmore a little bit. Built in twenty fourteen. It was designed to resemble an English manor and the stone home's price tag is the steepest in the state. The cost to recreate this property today would be higher or over thirty million dollars. So, you know, we have some high end houses around here. You know, two, three million dollars in the Columbia market is is very high. So maybe and those Idaho, are mostly
2: waterfront homes.
1: Yes, now waterfront yeah. um, on lakes. Um, there was Correct. one I saw that was on a big, huge pond, and um, you know a lot of the lakes around here. Now Lake Murray, you can obviously have a, a do water sports, but a lot of them don't don't allow um, motored boats um, on the lakes. So they want it to be like this pristine area where you look out over your in your window and you just see you know, the still calm waters of the lake or whatever, the the birds landing, you know, the ducks, whatever. <laughs> you know, so but these are these are some of the things we see around our state, it's just relative. And then so Dawn, where you live, I'm sure there's high end houses too. They're probably higher than what we see here in Columbia just because of the market where you're at
2: Um, I definitely in Boise. Around where I am there's some nice houses, but it's not like anything really stands out as being, oh my gosh, that must be you know a five million dollar house. Not like that. I'm in a pretty small town, but around Boise, for sure, for sure, you've got those million dollar, two million dollar manners, three million dollar manners.
1: That's right. So we're talking about houses that you know these these uh, multi million dollar houses that you see on TV, uh, the most expensive houses sold, and uh, so. And uh, in the United States, we see this and um, there's some other things with Jay-Z, Beyonce, Ken Griffin, uh, Mark Anthony. I mean, there's all these different actors and actresses you see. And it's amazing because, you know, they buy these houses. Um, so some of these folks and when they sell their houses I mean, consider this, they're making millions of dollars making a movie. But most of their money is quite possibly in their real estate. I mean so it's kind of a smart move right take a lot of your money and put it in something solid and and you hold on or or it's like a preservative almost uh, now you could get that could get carried away um you know I don't know if anybody saw years ago when Mike Tyson I think um Kevin and um and and uh they were talking about Mike was Mike Tyson? This his I think. birthday today. Yeah, before yeah, his birthday or something. Going to his birthday party. So, but he had a house. <laughs> he had a house, and it went into bankruptcy. After that's right, I yeah. remember that. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. it could go badly, but it could be that you know they're making lots of money on money on these things. So, you know, they got these big bank accounts, and with the big bank accounts, and they also have an image to preserve. And so what do you do to preserve an amazing image that you have lots of money and you're a powerful person, you know, whether you're in business or a celebrity? Well, what you want to do is go buy a big house, right, bigger than the other person's. And um, there was a uh, a book I read called Make It Big, and it's probably still out there. You probably had to order it on Amazon, but the guy who wrote the book um, built uh, multimillion-dollar spec houses, in i think Mm. mostly in florida and it's interesting like his in hearing him talk about the people that would buy the houses many times he would build this spec house someone would buy it and hardly ever come to the house and so they would have the lights on taking care of the pool having house people there taking care of the house maintenance cutting the grass you know i mean you just think about it and no one's hardly there you think why would someone do that because they want the house they have the money for the house and they want to do it and so they do it you know and they get the nicest thing in the area it, it, it this is uh this is how people with money you know they they think maybe think a little differently than uh than we do about well the payment would be so high on that house you know the interest rates I right mean, now
2: obviously like it's a lifestyle people don't buy a 200 million dollar property because they need it they right. buy it because they want it right so it's a lifestyle to your point it's just an image to keep um you know but what's interesting what you and i were talking about uh earlier chad was also like where else could they put that money in real estate like their house isn't necessarily; it's probably going to pay them back, you know, on on some level. But what else could they be investing this money in?
1: Well, in in their business, they could be putting their money into other business ventures. And one of the places to put money is in real estate. It's a it's a tax shelter. Um, you can use it, you know. I mean, if you're um, if you like to go to Florida. And, you know, you come there in the winter, you know, they call it wintering, right? <laughs> People who right. live in uh, cold states or whatever, and they come to They're Florida. Snowbirds. Yes, yeah, snowbirds. The
2: snowbirds come. Yep.
1: Yep. So it, that could be the case. And, you know, we, we just, uh, real estate is an amazing uh, venture, you know, and we talk about leverage with real estate. That's if you're getting a mortgage. And, and some of the articles we were looking at talks about the mortgage on some of these high-end houses, but you know many of them are not gonna be getting a mortgage. They're paying cash. Right and, and so in
2: fact Jay Z and Beyonce they paid cash for their house.
1: Right. I mean so yeah. if they're a um have billions of dollars in business and ventures, and you know, you gotta do something with your money. You can put it in other business ventures and, and uh buy real estate. It it it's a good move, right?
2: It is. It is. It's a great move. You know, and they say buy low, sell high, right? Right. So right now housing prices are pretty high, but we're starting to see a lot of commercial real estate. Like that's been in the news a lot with um, all of the uh, debt to income ratio um, being completely different from, you know, when a lot of it was bought five and six years ago. And now those mortgages and those loans are coming due because it's commercial real estate. And it is a really great time to start buying some inexpensive commercial mm, real that's estate. Right.
1: And, uh, Dawn, I think we actually have a caller. Uh, Jamie, are you with us? Hey,
5: how you doing over
2: there?
1: All right. How are you? Good morning.
5: Yeah. It's good morning guys. Now it's, uh, it's over here. Well, it's, it's uh, it's nighttime here in Australia oh, wow. and, uh, I normally call up and give, uh, Yep, Brian and Kevin call, but how are you guys going today?
1: Oh, we're doing fantastic. Great, thanks, we're We're talking about real estate, and we were talking about uh, these, you know, multi-million dollar houses, and um, is that what you're in right now in Australia? Actually, it's
5: a million dollar property. Yeah, yeah, well, we are in a million dollar property That's here. Great. We um We actually, I'm here with my housemate. Um, we actually live in quite a, a, a prestigious area where uh, musicians and actors and um and things, and um, so you know, we're doing quite well. That's awesome. Um, but uh, look, there are a lot of people everywhere, especially in Australia, that is really struggling for uh, for housing, for sure. Mm-hmm.
1: And we're seeing this really all over the world because what we're seeing in the United States with interest rates and housing, you know, we see this. Uh, you know, not it, it because we are all connected, kind of globally now uh the interest rates have kind of affected everyone globally and uh so we're all kind of under the same weight of these interest rates and and difficulties but um people are always out there looking and they they definitely need a place to stay and and that's what we're kind of referring to is the people that do have money uh although it does affect them it the, the effect is l- less than on someone who's struggling day by day to make make the uh make the rent make the mortgage payment et cetera.
2: Well I have a question for you, Jamie. Um, So in Australia there, when you say people are struggling, is it because there's a shortage of houses to buy there?
1: We're going to have to hold on through the break. If you could, hold on and hold that thought. We'll be back on the other side. Hello, hello. This is the Palmetto Real Estate Pros, and welcome back for our final segment on this Friday before the 4th of July, and so if we forget to mention this, we want to tell you we hope you have a wonderful 4th because we won't see you until it's over. Have your barbecue, enjoy your family and friends, and try to stay cool out there. Get in the pool if you can. Fireworks. Exactly. Enjoy the fireworks. That's right, and um, we had Jamie on the line. We were talking, and we kind of had a hard break, and Dawn, you were asking a question. I wanted you to be able to finish the thought there uh jamie are you still with us yes sir well thank you for calling back we appreciate it i'm sorry we lost you there
2: yeah so first of all yes we love that you're calling in from australia because i tell people all the time we've got people from all over the country listening but now i can claim we've got people from all over the world which is really fantastic so thank you so much for listening (laughs) Yeah. Well, I've um, been so, I've
5: been I've been talking to uh, I've been talking to Kevin Brian for quite a, you know, a few years now, and it's always a pleasure to catch up with you guys. So, and and what question have you got? Let's go.
2: Thanks, I appreciate that. So, you mentioned that people are really struggling with housing in Australia. Um, first, uh, like, what part of Australia are you in? And my second question is, are they struggling because there's a, a, a lack of houses to buy there or kind of, can you quantify that comment?
5: Yeah, well, I actually, um, I live in, um, in Queensland now in, um, which is, you know, uh, the, one of the beautiful parts of Australia, but the housing, the housing problem is everywhere, whether it's, um, and Australia is a, it's quite a big country and regional, cities everywhere there is just a lack of housing generally um, and um, it's uh, and we've had um, in the last twelve months we've had about seven interest rises from the from the reserve Bank so people with mortgages and things and um, and a lot of and a lot of people we just you know there's just not enough housing generally, hmm. and I think that may be the same everywhere. Is, is yes. that correct over there too? Yeah, absolutely, That's the same. That's exactly
2: correct. That's exactly what we've been talking about the entire show. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. been our theme for about yeah. the last six months. Yeah, yeah. So and it look, is an international
5: and we've, market. Oh, look completely, and um, and look, you know, there's, there's places over here where you know we have like just basic. General working families, mum and dad work there's two kids all of a sudden the the house they've been renting for maybe five eight maybe even ten years has just been sold out and um, you know they're having to uh, you know like live in tents in the back of friends' houses and things you know um, which is incredibly sad but I think it's just that general basic real estate housing. There is just not enough, you know. There's not enough rooms for people.
1: Exactly. So, Jamie, we appreciate you calling. Thank you, and Thank you're welcome you. to call in any time. So now that you've been introduced to the Palmetto Real Estate Pros, you can call us as well as Kevin and Brian, and um, we'll have to we'll have to get together and do a uh, a, a trip to Australia. You know, a, a yeah. the point trip to Australia. That'd be awesome, and we'll That'd do be our own well, round-
5: Fantastic, because I live. I live right on the ocean, and I've got a house with a pool, so you guys can come and chill out whenever you want. Look at there, we have an invite. Oh, you're the best! <laughs> Thanks.
1: This is great. Thank you. Jamie. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank, thank,
5: thank you, you very you. much for cool. Lovely to talk to you. Yes,
1: you too.
2: You too. Thanks.
1: Well, this Thanks, is great Jamie. news, and um, you know, we're we're gonna get Brian on a cruise boat too. I mean, I I heard him saying he loves the idea of sailing across the ocean. Maybe we get him to <laughs> sail his across to uh, Australia. <laughs> <laughs> He's shaking his head. No way. Uh, Not in a boat. So uh, this is good, though. It's it's very interesting that we see this, and, and, uh, you know, we kind of know this. I mean, you think that the dollar, for all the challenges against the dollar, it is still the the reserve currency for the world at the moment, right? There are challenges. The BRICS nations, you know, the, um, what is it, Brussels, Brussels, Russia, um, or Britain, not Britain, um, India, China, You know, these countries have gotten together and and, uh, tried to, uh, you know, form another uh, reserve currency. It's It's not a new
2: reserve currency. Yes, it's it's not happened in an attempt to destabilize our American dollar, which right now is the reserve currency of the world.
1: Well, and what that means, though, is is that when we make changes in the interest rates here and when our economy goes down, it does have an effect in the world is the same thing. Uh, you know, because we so are all interconnected, uh, one country's financial woes do have an effect on the rest of the world's in in many cases, yeah. and that's what we see.
2: Yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah. Um, anyway, but we could go into. All the destabilization, all the right. countries, but that's a whole political.
1: Yeah, we we were trying to stay light today, yeah. but we were Just we were keep on it
2: the, light, keep it light. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we were
1: on the right track, right? So we saw in South Carolina. We still are. The priciest 22. home ever listed in South Carolina. And some people probably be shocked by this. $22 million.
2: $22 million I mean, in Simpsonville. Not even on the ocean. No. I would have thought that would be an oceanfront
1: property. But, but think about this, Dawn. I mean, so someone from California or from New York City, and they see the highest price, $22 million in an entire state, are like, man, I'm coming to South Carolina.
2: Oh, here, here, here. Let me sneeze that. <laughs> exactly. <out. laughs> so, hey, look, if you're listening,
1: if you're from Australia or you're from uh New York City or Beverly Hills, California, we can help you find a house here in South Carolina that yeah. is like a fifty million dollar house somewhere else. And um yeah. you know, you can get a an amazing value here in, in our state. So I think we got one more caller. We got a we only have about six minutes here or so. So uh Mike are are you with us live? Yeah. Oh good good to have you. How can we help you today, sir? Hey,
4: Mike. Uh yeah. I lived up in the, I live up in the lake, uh, moved up there about 25 years ago, and my place then cost about 300000 thousand. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. of course,
1: $1.2 Well, congratulations. That's awesome uh, news, isn't it? Right.
4: <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, the guy wanted to buy my place, and I wouldn't sell it to him because he wanted to
1: tear my house down and build another hmm. one. Exactly. Was he going to pay you? Was 1. he 4 wanting million? To buy
4: for? I I did not want him to tear my house down because a uh, five hundred thousand dollar house is just bad. Hard to see it being torn
1: down. Exactly. Right. No, that's true. Was
4: he
2: Was he wanting to buy it for that? You know, over a million dollar price tag.
4: Yeah. Uh, Whatever it, that's what it prays for. So he's willing to do that because got water front and back. Right. No house
1: in view. So yeah. Well, we we just got but an would... in, invite, uh, Mike, to to Australia to um, to Jamie's house. You know, maybe we can get an invite over to Myrtle Beach or not Myrtle Beach. You said Lake Murray, right? Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. What you doing on the fourth, Mike? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's a long trip
1: for you, Dawn. Uh, but that's that's great news uh i mean it it proves the point what we're talking about mike there are some folks who you know the, the the property itself is more valuable than than what's on the property and so uh your your views and and uh what you have there is is was more important to this person they thought you know i don't really care the price i pay i want to be right there
2: the location yeah the location is ideal but also I like your point that you bought this house um how many years ago when it has uh tripled in value. What year did you buy your house? Oh, he's
1: gone. Okay. Well, Mike, we we appreciate you calling oh, in. And uh um, I don't know if we lost you or what, but and maybe when we invited ourselves to his house, he said I'm gone. I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, no, we were joking with you, Mike, but we we do hope you have a great 4th and you know, Mike is in a great location to have a for a great 4th yeah. and uh, uh, the lake is an amazing place and and this is where you see a lot of these high values when you're around water uh you know the uh like the that's example correct. we use for the most ex- expensive listing in south carolina at 22 million i think the value there is the the land 54 acres with uh the and horses equestrian. And, yeah the equestrian, equestrian that's so right. people buy properties for all kinds of reasons and people that have money the 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 dollar sign might not be as important as where it's at. And because I want to be there, you know, I want to be in that location. So it's that important, you know, and, uh, you know, that's an emotional thing, you know, just like Mike was saying, you know, that he built the house, he put his own blood, sweat and tears and money into this place and have someone say, I'm going to buy the house and tear it down. I mean, they would be better off just to say, I want to buy your house and, and not say anything, you know, uh, why do you right. want to buy my house? Well, I'd like to tear it down. Well, I can't let you do that. <laughs> you
2: know? A lot of people will, won't sell their house for exactly that reason, and it's not like it's an emotional connection to that, the place you know they built, they love, they raised their family in.
1: Exactly, it's a it's a difficult thing. You know, my wife's family has uh lake property, um, Lake Murray property that was because uh, her my wife's. grandfather i believe what worked with georgia power at the time and he was transferred over to work at the lake and uh somehow he got land you know right on the lexington side and um it's it's sad to see when we ride by one of the the uh, family's houses it's just dilapidated now they're selling it for commercial because it's right on a, a main thoroughfare and um you know it's just sitting there dilapidated but they they've kind of it was after the family died you know the people who owned Mm -hmm. it and the family can't make up their decision about what to do with it so they're just letting it sit there and it's looking worse and worse so but we see this in real estate all the time hopefully you'll join us next time and um hopefully you have a wonderful fourth we'll see you guys next week thank you dawn thank you chad
5: thanks for listening
0: Admit it, you've been woken out of a home improvement fever dream after an HGTV binge session and believed you could be a house flipper. Well, that dream is more realistic than you thought. Let the pros at the Palmetto Real Estate Group of SC guide you through the investment and rehab process. And let's make those dreams come true. Learn more at palmettoreg.com.